When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case Watch. Confirming the body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Surprise! What do you mean? Mark, this is a bonus episode. Oh, it's Thanksgiving. It sure is. So for Thanksgiving this year, we thought we would give you a bonus episode. A bonus. I get it now when you said surprise. That's why it's a surprise, Mark. I hope everyone's having a great Thanksgiving. I hope everyone is. At this point right now, I will be in upstate New York. While you guys are listening to this podcast, I'll be up there with my kiddo. Oh, you're going to see the grandbaby. I am. Yep. Going to see the grandbaby. Uh, We're going to go see Kristen's family and get out of Dodge as quick as we can after. (laughs) Get back here because it's it's like a four-hour expedition. Can we talk about how cold it is right now? Let's, Let's do it. Let's do it. Actually, let's talk about. I'll take the cold rather than the snow. New York. Oh my gosh, guys. I know. They've gotten so much. It's actually quite ridiculous. It really is. That is an understatement. There's like six feet of snow there. It's I know. absolutely nuts. I can't believe it. I mean, I can believe it, but that's I remember crazy. we had one point when I was, I think I was probably like 18 or 19. We had gotten like 47 inches of snow. I remember that. That was nuts. Yeah. Like we were trying to snow blow it in my driveway and the snowblower wouldn't blow it up high well, enough yeah, to get I, up over the piles. I remember it coming up like to the middle of the front door and being yeah. like, how are we going to get out? We're stuck inside the house. So yeah, we haven't got the snow here yet in Massachusetts. I think it's coming. It's a coming. We got a little dusting the other day. Yeah, but I sleep later. So I don't see So it was gone before you woke up. Yeah, it's already gone. So we were just hanging out. We're like, let's give the peeps a little bit of what they want. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. So Charity's like, there's been a ton of stuff that's going on in the world with these cases that we've either touched on Mm -hmm. or other stuff in the news. And we figured, let's just do a a current events. Yeah, let's do the current events. So you wanted to open it with one you said, so go right ahead. All right. Waukesha? No. You got that right. I did? You did. Okay, so guys, the Waukesha Parade Killer, remember Daryl Brooks? Yes. Um, He's been sentenced to life in prison. I'm going to read from the New York Post. I don't know. I was talking to Mark about this beforehand, and I did talk to a couple creeps about this. I watched some of the trial 
because this dude was representing himself. Which is never a good idea. He, it was, sadly, it was comical, the questions he was asking. Um, and clearly, um, it didn't work for him. So let's just, let's just. <laughs> Charity, you cracked me up. Like, clearly, clearly did it didn't work, work for him. him. So um, Waukesha County Circuit Court Judge. You said it right the first time. And now you. you <laughs> Walk, Waukesha. There you go. Okay. Waukesha County Circuit Court Judge Jennifer Jennifer Darrow handed down six mandatory life in prison terms to Daryl Brooks, 40 years old, who was found guilty on October 26th of 76 criminal charges, including six counts of intentional homicide. Brooks deliberately drove his sport utility vehicle through police barricades last November and plowed into crowds of people participating in the annual parade in Waukesha. Did I say it again? Right? wrong we know what you're talking about <laughs> sorry guys about 15 miles west they know what they're getting in of for. downtown milwaukee I, I just oh my gosh i can't even so he said this in the courtroom i want you to know that not only i am sorry for what happened i am sorry that you cannot see what is truly in my heart and the remorse in my heart so he said that in a statement in the packed courtroom mm, that would not be necessary sir if you didn't Screw over people and do what you now. Do. I remember when this happened. It and, was devastating. Oh, devastating! I mean, this is this is this is the time of year. You know, this is an annual. Now this this parade's ruined forever. Oh yeah, I'm so I'd be surprised if they continue it forever. Yeah. I mean, these people were just celebrating. You know, Christmas time. They had floats. They had people playing instruments and all these performers and dancers. And this crazy person just plows down the road. Yeah, it does not make sense to me. No, it really doesn't. It's very sad. Um, so, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad he can enjoy his time in prison. You, sir, are a douchebag. You, sir, are a mega douchebag. Do you know what else is you know going on with douchebags? What? I don't know. Not related at all. Really? Let's go ahead to the next thing. Okay. It has nothing to do with a douchebag, that's for sure. Okay. That means it does. The Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office has released its report into the fatal shootings on the set of Alec Baldwin's film, Rust. Wait a minute. Let me stop you. Yes. Why did we not hear this from Alec's mouth himself? I know. He was out there pretty good. Yeah. Know, saying what's going on where's in the world he, every where's other he been? day. Where's he been? He's been he, kind of quiet. I think he's been hiding. Okay. Sorry. Continue on, please. So a lot of these reveal Text messages that the actor sent in the days and weeks after the incident as well. No. Oh, they have them all. No way. Uh, they, they released them? Yeah. I, I will get oh, into a couple in the full, here. This yep. is in the full report. Okay. The 550-page report follows a year-long investigation into the shooting of New Mexico set of the Western. The film's cinematographer, 42-year-old Helena Hutchins, was killed by Baldwin, who pointed the Colt 45, which, as he said, he went off by itself. He did not pull the trigger, not and the trigger. somebody is responsible, but he is sure it is not him. At her, when it fired, director Joel Souza, if you remember, was also injured Absolutely, as yep. well. Poor guy. Among the findings are text messages from Baldwin's phone, which was turned over to investigators in January after a search warrant for the device was issued. Two days after the shooting, this is where it gets me mad. Oh, boy. Baldwin started messaging Matt Hutchins, the husband of Helena. Oh, my God. Sending sporadic text messages over the next few weeks, according to the report. On December 2nd, Baldwin messaged that both he and Helena Hutchins believed the gun was empty. On December 10th, Baldwin messaged him about a potential sabotage angle. What? He wrote, 
Important for you to keep in mind, the Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office may lack both the skill and will to properly investigate this sabotage angle. This is what he wrote to her husband, Charity. While he's grieving of his wife that just passed away and trying to console his child. His next text said, I'm told their agenda is to write it off as fast as an accident and throw it to the civil courts. And yet, the more that there's presented to me about certain anomalies on that day, the more open-minded I become. I dismissed the sabotage claim initially, but do not know. I hope these NM have the sense to follow it through. What? Matt Hutchins responded. (gasps) He did good. What did he say? He basically said to him, what angle? Good. What is this agenda? Yeah. And it's just typical Baldwin douchisms. I like that. Yeah, douchisms. Mm-hmm. There we go. Another That's one. That's good. Baldwin started a text chain with an investigator in the case on November 8th. Are you joking? No. Asking if the film's armorer or assistant director ever instructed anybody to self-inspect the weapon, saying he was never instructed to perform self-checks. Two days later, he asked if there was a possibility that he may be charged. Oh, he's scared. He's scared. That's why he's he's messaging all these people. Oh, yeah. I I know this person died, but what about me? Toby Keith has that song. He, I I want to talk about me. Mark loves that song. He tries to sing it all the time. It's it's great. I, he's, I'm not saying I, I cannot properly diagnose anybody. I am not a professional, but he sounds like a narcissist. I'm sorry. All right. Well, here, let's have a quick discussion. Let's put a pin in this here, right here. Okay. So I get that he's nervous. Of course. But he needs to remember he is texting the soulmate of this woman who was killed. That is just so inappropriate in my eyes. It it's, really is. It's ridiculous. Like I said, I've said this from the beginning. This happened. I don't, I personally don't think anyone thinks that anyone did this on purpose. Nobody wanted to hurt her on purpose. But- you let the investigation take place. You shut your mouth. You quiet yourself. You do not go in front of the media. You do not text people's oh family you members. You do not pass go. You do not collect $200. No. You just be quiet. So I look at this, at a, and I think I said this in the initial thing that we did as well. I like to think the best of people, or I try to at least. My problem that I have that doesn't make sense to me is how this ammo still made it in there. I'm still Why was so that confused. ammo on the set? Why aren't we looking more into that? Uh, I'm not saying sabotage. No. I'm saying something accidentally. weird happened where ammo made it into a right. spot. It was it from been. the prop company accidentally sent it? Possibly. You know, I mean, who knows? Anything could have happened. But the point is you let the investigation happen, yep. especially if you're one of the players that was involved. That's it, the best way to clear your name. It doesn't make any sense to me. Me neither. There's so many safety checks that were in place mm-hmm. that were either missed or bypassed. I mean, the lady who was loading this should have known. Right. Like 100%. Yep. I just get aggravated. Uh, two days after the shooting, Baldwin also messaged his assistant and advised, I have to delete my archive. What? Yes. And in the report, it said, there is no further details on the meaning of this message. From his attorney, it's now being said he was referring to his Twitter archive, which he was long considering deleting beforehand. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Just so you know. I'm just telling you. Thanks, that's what Mark. They said. I feel better now. Uh, 
Baldwin fully cooperated with the investigation and turned over his phone with all records, including of all records of the day of the incident, to the Suffolk County Police. After reviewing the records, police then turned them over directly to the Santa Fe County Sheriff unless the records reflected privileged communications or irrelevant. There's a word that I'm trying to say here. Irrelevant. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, no, no, no. I'm going to try to English this out myself, Charity. <sighs> In three, two, one. Ready? I'm going to go for it. Go for it. We're irrelevant <gasps> Good job. to the rest movie. Good on <laughs> Can, wait, can we can we backtrack a tiny bit? Sure. Didn't he give them a hard time about taking his phone? He, I thought he did. Yeah, did they have to get like a a search warrant or something? Yeah, I'm not oh, sure. They had to get a search warrant. Yeah, but like I, he was saying, like his attorney was putting up a fight of that because they said it was his personal yeah, phone. But I would I'd fight for it too. I mean, yeah. I I, I yeah. Nope. Yeah. Come at me with something legal. Exactly. That's the way I look at it. But well, yeah, that's just me. Yeah. They did go on to say, Charity, that he fully preserved all records related to Rust and turned them over to the authorities nearly a year ago. Okay. So he did comply. Well, that's good. Good to hear. I, I still don't know. This This is a case where I think we all want to blame everybody. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's sad. Somebody because lost it's sad. Their life. Yeah. It should never have happened. That's. I think that's it. I think that's probably the factor of it. It shouldn't have happened. And I personally think that... There were a lot of things that happened that led to this happening. Whether, you know, real bullets were entered by accident, someone should have checked to the me, gun. To me, that should have never happened. No, I agree. And someone someone definitely, if the prop company indeed sent live ammo by, by an accident. The armorer should have noticed it. The armorer should have noticed it. But- I th- what I, it sounds like what Alex trying to say possibly with the cons- whatever he was trying to say to her husband because remember we talked about she loaded the gun put it up said it was a cold gun but she said call me to check on it but they never did yes so if she had made a mistake which she should should never have but if she made the mistake of putting live ammo in accidentally if they had called her to check before they handed the gun. To Alec, maybe she would have seen it then. I don't know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. There's I would like lot. to think she would, but There's she also a, loaded it. Right. That's the problem I've had from day one is that she, that's her one and only job. I have lots of problems. And the thing that's kind of been swept under the rug was the whole angle that the set was caught plinking. The, the staff was oh, caught yeah. plinking Oh, yeah. Someone got shot the in the foot or something. Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, how was that ever allowed to happen? And why? So that just proves that they knew that real ammo was on set. Right? I am 100% want to make sure I say to people, I am not taking Alec Baldwin's side. No. God, no. 
But put yourself in his shoes for a minute. Yeah. You, and I, this is not me taking his side. So I need to make sure I clarify that again. <laughs> You're on a movie set. You're a movie star. Mm-hmm. You hired all these people mm-hmm. to do these positions so you could focus on being in character and being in set and giving the best performance. Right. And now one of these people you hired didn't do their job correctly and somebody died. Yeah. Like people always say, oh, you never point a gun. You never do this. You never do that. Have we forgotten about the million TV shows and movies that have been out, you know, in the last 10 years that show this on a regular basis? Yeah. This is something that, you know, it's not going to change. No. That's why these people are hired into these positions. And I think, and I don't want to put blame on anybody. That armorer in my book would be the first person I would to investigate. Play blame on. Yeah. Just because that's that's their job. Right. And you can't, yeah, I, I get the excuse. I think somebody said to me, sent me a message after the time we did this case originally, like, well, maybe she had a bad day. There's some places that you can't have a bad day. Nope. You're a brain surgeon, you can't have a bad day. No. You're a police officer, you can't have a bad day. That's right. You're a guy or a woman who loads fake guns. You can't have a bed. Well, I think part of the problem, if, if we recall, when we when we talked about this story, is she took on more than one job on the set because yes, they asked cheap. her to, and they, they were being cheap. That was her decision to take on those extra jobs. So Correct. maybe she was exhausted. Maybe she wasn't fully checking because she was so tired. That doesn't make it right. Yeah, well, she collected the salary for multiple positions. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. The district office attorney went on to say that a thorough investigation of the information and evidence will be made in a thoughtfully timely decision on whether or not to bring charges. Charges as of this date have not yet been announced. Okay. In the weeks and months that follow the October 2021 shooting, questions have persisted on how live ammunition made it into the New Mexico set and into a prop gun, whether proper safety uh, precautions were taken by crew members. I'm going to go ahead and just go answer that one for you. No. No. The answer to that question is no. Clearly, because it never would have happened. Several lawsuits have been filed in connection with the incident, most recently by Baldwin. What? I know. Against who? In a lawsuit filed last week, the actor alleged negligence of the several of the film's crew members while seeking to clear his name. That was a quote, clear his name. Baldwin's cross-complaint followed a lawsuit filled, uh, filed last year by the film's script supervisor, the civil suit accused Baldwin of playing Russian roulette with the revolver. Last month, the family of Helena Hutchins reached a settlement in its wrongful death lawsuit against the producers of the film, including Baldwin. Any statement about the agreement, it was announced that Hutchins' husband will take over as, guys, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. I want to stop here and I want to restate this because this is absolutely freaking asinine to me. Oh, God. In a statement about the agreement, it was announced that Helena Hutchins' husband will take over as executive producer in the film will restart production next year. What? You heard that correctly. So what, he'll get the money from it? or he, he's, he's now a producer on the show. Is it so that he, he can make sure? Is, what does I, he do in real life? Is he a producer? Is he a producer? I don't know. I had I that I don't know. Hmm, we may have to delve into that a little more. Why are you as part of your settlement now becoming an EP of a film that killed your wife? Hmm. Maybe he thought it would be Baldwin her. and Souza are still attached to this film. Both hmm. of them will be on it. This Maybe. is nuts, isn't it? It's very nuts. Maybe he thought it would be her her legacy or in her 
legacy for him to finish the I'm film I'm sorry, off. Charity. You're thinking way too nicely, but I, I think it has something to do with the mighty old green dollar. Do you think so? I 100% think so. Oh. I mean, this next case that I'm going to talk about here is now turning into the almighty green dollar. Oh, boy. So let's jump into the next one, okay, guys. Okay, guys. A Florida judge ruled in favor of Gabby Petito's family in their wrongful death lawsuit against Brian Laudry's estate, awarding them $3 million. Yes, I did read that. But. And the creeps have been sending it like crazy, too. They won't actually get anywhere near that number. Well, he doesn't have anything. You want to take a guess what uh, Mr. Laundry's estate is worth? Um, $200. According to our buddy, Steve Bertolino. Oh, Who Steven? I accidentally texted the other day no, by mistake. No, you didn't. I did. Did he text you back? I have another friend named Steve, and I, I texted him. I just wrote back after. I was like, sorry, wrong wrong person. Did he text you back? He did not. <laughs> He's got probably your... permanently blocked. I was just going to say, he probably didn't even receive your message. <laughs> 20 grand. That's what uh, Brian Laundry's worth. Oh, grand. that's more than I thought, actually. <sighs> this guy. I don't know. I have I have bad feelings about it. Maybe this has something to do with if they make this a make a movie or something like that. But Brian wouldn't get proceeds from that anyways because he's dead. Right. I don't understand how any of this works. I don't either. At the last court conference for this claim against Brian's estate, I indicated to Judge Carroll that I would work with Attorney Riley to find a resolution to the wrongful death claim to avoid the expense of a trial when the outcome of a money judgment was unavoidable. That's what Bertolino said in a statement to Insider. Hopefully this brings some closure to this one chapter of the tragedy, and I look forward to working with Pat to resolve the litigation pending against Chris and Roberta Laundrie. Yeah. Because, guys, they're not only suing Brian Laundrie's estate— they're also suing Brian Laundrie's parents. They are. And they're also suing the police department. Which, ugh, guys, I, I, I... For $50 million. The police department or the... Oh, yes. They what fought. are they suing the parents for? Do we know? The, what are they, They're suing the parents for basically not providing information. That Do they have needed. a number yet attached to it or no? Oh, no. They're going to go for as much as they could. Oh, boy. Yep. Uh, Petito's parents, Joe Petito and Nicole Schmidt, plan to donate whatever they get from Laundry's estate to the Gabby Petito Foundation, which they started to address domestic violence. Which, which that's I'm good. All for. Yep, that's good. But it doesn't mean you sue a bunch of people that have nothing to do with it. No. The foundation will continue to address the need of organizations that support local missing persons and to provide aid to organizations that assist victims of domestic violence. So it sounds like it's just an organization that supports other organizations yeah. we'll just donate to them here's my here's my thing about the whole police department okay if you put yourself in their shoes they're probably thinking like all of us did if it was just stopped then this never would have happened the problem is the police department in my eyes went by the book they even oh, yeah. brought in a female police officer to talk to Gabby alone. They tried to help her they so many times. So many times. They sat and talked with her and talked with him. And if you recall, he was the one with the marks all over him. So you can't force somebody, if they're not willing to say that something happened, you can't force it out of them. I, I agree with you. You know? It's just, I, I don't know. It just really makes me sad. The all right, thing. so... While Charity was talking, I, I picked my phone up and checked a couple things just because I wanted to have a couple quick numbers because they went on to say that they need this money because, you know, 
they had damages is in excess of $30,000 because they had to bury her and they had all this stuff and the searches that they did together. I count no less than six GoFundMes that were set up that directly yeah. went to the Petitos. Yep. So, I mean, we, we, we read during the whole case and everything that was going on, we read it every single the end of every episode, we we ran that GoFundMe for them too that people could donate to. So you're right. I mean, the last one raised over ninety six thousand dollars. Wow! And that's one of several. So here's my thing: if this is all about money, tell us it's all about money, right? Because I, I'm not trying to victim blame. I'm not trying to make anybody. No, mad no, by no, saying no, no, no. I'm going after them, but they're saying they had all these damages, but they had nothing but money come their way since right. this has happened. Now they're saying, you know, cause they, I, I don't know. This is where it, it aggravates me. You asked the question before. So that was actually answered by them that they're also suing laundry's parents for hindering the search of their daughter. Yeah. Well, how can you prove that? You can't, you can't, but mm-hmm. all you need is for, you know, the shock and awe of everything that happened. And people would say like, yeah, well, their son's a douchebag. They should pay. Right. I'm not saying either way. It's not my job to. No. What I'm saying is that doesn't seem right to me. Mm-mm. They also fired, uh, filed, like I said, a $50 million lawsuit accusing the Utah police of being responsible for Gabby's death. They're actually blaming God. them. Saying the officer who responded to the call about Petito and Laundry was biased against their daughter. How? All right, I've watched this. I, I've w- I've watched this video about seven times. Me too. Gabby Petito was the aggressor there. Yeah, they should have arrested her. Yeah, and I, I, she is the victim in that that spot, you know, and everything that happened. But she was the aggressor in this incident. She that said happened. she was the one. Who yeah, one hundred percent. How? Did they bias against him? They did everything they could to not arrest anybody. They, they did exactly what we asked them to do all the time. Separated them. Separate people and find a peaceful resolution. Yeah. Brian Laundrie is a ginormous freaking douchebag and killed her. But in that instance, if they had arrested Brian Laundrie, then he for could what? have he could have had a lawsuit against them if, for wrongful arrest. Yeah, for what would they arrest him exactly. for? Exactly. You can't force somebody to, to say that something do you know what happened. we have right now? We have hindsight. Of course so we it do. it makes it super easy to go ahead and question things that have happened yes. in the past. Yes. And I, what I'm saying, I want to make sure I'm very clear. I'm not saying that Gabby Petito's at fault. No. I'm not God, saying no. that her family's wrong. No. What I'm saying is the police had no indication that Brian Laundrie was going to go and kill her. No. All we asked the police department to do was to look at people. And what, what was this whole last couple of years? All we've seen is... More mental health, more this, yep. more that. They brought numerous officers in to talk to her to they try to did. say, if you're having problems, like tell us, like we yep. can help you. We take care of this. Yep, they did. They sent them separate ways, hoping that clearer minds would prevail. But we forgot Brian Laundrie's a total douchebag. That's right, and killed her. And you and, know, you know who's responsible for Gabby Petito? Brian Laundrie. Yes, the one and only. Yep. I get that it's easy to like that. That is almost like when somebody dies. So say, for instance, I'll say this. Somebody kills Sophie with a gun. They shoot (gasps) Sophie. Sophie. No. That would be like me now and finding out what kind of gun they had and suing that gun manufacturer. Exactly. I'm going to go sue Ruger because they killed, you know, this this criminal illegally attained a gun 
and shot my cat. Like I can see. It's just called money grabs. At this I can point. see the emotion coming from them because, like I said, if something, if if she had reported, if if Gabby had reported him, then yes, this never would have happened. But Gabby did not report him during that stop. Yep. You know, and they gave her ample time to. You know, and she I just think did they it. tried really hard. They too. tried really hard, and I just—it's it, not going to bring her back. It's just going to. I would one hundred percent be the guy to take a ginormous crap on the police department if they effed up. Of course, they didn't. Yeah, I think they went above and beyond. Um, I don't know. This is just some food for thought while you guys are eating your turkey. Eating your turkey. Because, like we said before, this is a bonus episode. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Don't get used to them. No, we actually like doing this. So yeah. now, now we have extra time. We do. Oh, well. So anything else you want to discuss before we go? Should we discuss a little bit about um, Harmony Montgomery? Yeah, let's go ahead and touch on that for a minute. Uh, Kayla Montgomery, the, the biatch we all love to hate. The Oh, I'm sorry. The stepmother. Oh. I meant stepmother. Okay, because there's more than one. <laughs> of Harmony Montgomery pleaded guilty Friday, which would be last Friday, to two felony counts of perjury. They had charged... Kayla Montgomery took responsible are not related to the disappearance or death of her stepdaughter, Harmony. Okay. These are just, in my eyes, these are almost like, we know you effed up. We can't prove it, but right. you, can you know something. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird because now the, the, her ex-husband has now been charged with murder. Yeah. Interesting. So kind of interesting. Yeah. Kayla Montgomery, 32, allegedly lied to the grand jury in May about when and where was the last time Harmony was seen. You know, I, uh, Cherry, once in a while, I always say to myself, where did I leave this thing? And I forget. Right. Not kids. Yeah, you don't forget where a kid was left. I'm you, sorry. You shouldn't have to remember where the last time you saw your five-year-old kid And was. it's interesting that she just suddenly remembered when it might take time off of her sentence. Yes. That oh, is 100%. shocking. Senior Assistant Attorney General Jesse O'Neill said in court that Kayla Montgomery testified to the grand jury that her husband... Adam Montgomery. Oh, hold on. Something stuck my throat. <coughs> Douchebag. <coughs> Scumbag. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Did yeah. I get all that out there? Loser. Dropped her off at work at a Goffstown Dunkin' Donuts on the morning of November 30th, 2019, and told her he was bringing Harmony to live with her mother. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. While under oath, the defendant testified that initially, a day or two after Thanksgiving, Adam dropped her. The defendant off at work and Harmony and the other two children were in the car. The defendant testified at that time that Adam was bringing Harmony to her mother. Those are the exact words. But O'Neill said police department determined that she hadn't worked at Goffstown Dunkin' Donuts since September of 2019. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, those pesty records. They you know, keep track of when you work. You know, pay stubs and the such. Get in the way. So, she, you know, she was moving up in the world because now she was employed at the Hooks at Dunkin' Donuts, which is a total dump, by the way. Oh, is it? I, yeah. I used so did to she downgrade there. or upgrade? Goffstown is more higher end. Okay. Goffstown's just on the outskirts of Manchester heading towards Bedford. Kind I of see. More, it's on the outskirts of a ritzy area and Hooks it's just kind of- a beautiful area. Hooks it's kind of like hugs the right side and goes in between bow and it's kind of like an ass crack. Oh, a bum crack? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Under the plea agreement, Kayla Montgomery has agreed to fully cooperate in future state proceedings. Wow. Which could include testifying in Adam Montgomery's murder trial. 
Really? You what don't say. What a quinky-dink. You mean, I'm just going to get this little old perjury charge and not have to worry about murder anymore? Wow. Because, you know, Adam, let's not forget, is charged with secondary murder in his daughter's killing. Okay, so here's my question before you continue reading on. Yes. So when they came out and charged him, they said that he killed her by punching her, punching her with his Is that what it said? I still don't know for sure. They said they said how he killed her. I see. I didn't read that. Okay, so they said how he killed her, and the only other person it could have come from was her. Was the ex, right? True. Okay. Right, because yep. well, how else would they have arrested him? So that's how she got the deal, apparently. So she went on to say that she was told by him, Adam Montgomery, he encouraged her on multiple occasions to lie to the police about Harmony's whereabouts. To lie. Okay, well, he encouraged you. Didn't mean you had to do it. I know. Under the terms of the deal, Kayla Montgomery will face back-to-back sentences of three and a half to seven years, but a total of five years of her minimum sentence will be suspended unless she breaks the terms of this agreement. Oh, my God. Guys, five years are going to be suspended off of this. So she'll get like a year, year and a half maybe? She'll serve a minimum of one and a half years in jail. Ugh. Let's not forget, she also gets credit for all time served. Oh, my God. Yeah. Obviously, she wouldn't like to not have to do any jail time, but she recognized the situation she was in. Like, yeah, I mean, your husband killed your stepdaughter. Like, it's a fairly big situation to be in. And you clearly knew about it. Yeah. Well, 100%. My opinion. In our opinion, we think she knew about it. Just an opinion. Her defense attorney said he can't discuss whether Kayla knows the location of Harmony's body. This is just sad. I hope she does. I hope she tells. You know what? If you you want any redemption whatsoever for your douchebaggery, tell everyone where she is, please. I would think that you would want to, especially now with this new agreement. But douchebags are just kind of douchebag. I get that, but this po- give this poor girl a proper burial, a proper. It's just not right. I agree with you. It's disgusting. I one hundred percent do. All right, so that's it for our little bonus episode. It was bonus. Great. Oh, I have so much turkey in my belly right now. I'm so full. <laughs> I'm debating whether I'm going to sleep on the couch or in the car on my way back to Massachusetts. Charity is also probably full of turkey. Oh, yeah. Actually, I, I don't like turkey. Really? At all. I freaking love turkey. turkey. Turkey, I, I feel turkey is far superior than I, chicken. I like, oh, God, no. God, oh, my God. Yes, I think it is. I don't, I'll eat like a deli meat turkey, but I do not like the bird turkey. I don't, you, you realize it's the same turkey, right? It just tastes different to me. No, because it's like honey roasted. No, no. I, do, I never eat the turkey. We usually have. I'm ham. looking at you with my hand, my mouth wide open, like I'm blown Plus, away. Plus, people like, have to like stick stuff up its butt. I don't. I just it's Cherry's inappropriate. Like, Cherry's like, why would I be a hunter when I can just buy that stuff at the store? <laughs> we, I love deli meat turkey, but that regular turkey is gross. It's gross. Just it's not the same t- thing. No, it tastes different. No. I don't like it. This Sorry. bonus episode. Wow. This uh, this list, took a turn. Yeah. I like the sides, meow. guys. Oh, meow. You know what I used to love as a kid, but I can just really don't care anymore? What? 
cranberry sauce. Ooh, ooh, I used to love ooh, that as sorry. a kid. Don't, sorry, I just vomited into the microphone. I hate it now. <laughs> yeah, it's no. It's so gross. It's gelatinous. I went to, all right, so I went to uh, a banquet the other day. A I won't banquet? say for what or for where or any of that stuff. But you ever get like the worst versions of like really good stuff? Yes. So like cafeteria I looked, food. I looked at this menu and I was so excited because you had a choice of chicken. Okay. Or steak. Oh. So I knew I was going to take both. Yeah. So I did. And then piled on these potatoes. I'm so excited. And then I sit down and I'm sitting with my buddy and I took one bite of the potatoes and he's like, yeah, unless you like garlic, you're not going to like them. Oh, they were wicked garlicky. They were covered in garlic. Oh, like actual garlic or was it like, ga- they were like garlic garlicky. powder? Like oh. it was gross. Ew. So then I started eating the chicken and I was like, this is all like should be good. Like how could this be bad? Was it like pre maybe like pre-made and then kept warm? Was it dry? No, no. It's just like had no flavor. Oh. The steak tasted like, um, well, what you would only describe as like if McDonald's started serving ca- uh, steak. Oh, yeah. No, that doesn't sound delicious at all. But as I'm going up to grab another roll, because I love bread. You of know, course. Carb load. I saw dessert. Okay. And it was my favorite thing in the whole wide what world, which is apple crisp. Oh. Which I love. And don't tell me that was gross, too. It was horrible. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Mark. It was like, it, it had the highlights of being like an epic meal. Like you look, you looked at everything and it didn't look horrible. But then once you started eating it, you were like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Do like, they have salad? Yeah. That yeah. looks gross. I don't touch oh, salad. Oh, that's just when I, I, if something like that, I would just overload on a salad. Yeah. I don't eat salad. It's gross. What do you mean it's gross? Salad's disgusting. No, it's salad. The closest things I will ever come to salad, I, I'll eat lettuce on my sub and I like peas and green beans. Guys, we need to introduce Mark to some more veggies. No, they're disgusting. Oh boy. But I do want to hear what everybody's doing right now while Me you're listening too. to this. I want to see pictures of your guys' meals. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. Our Case Watch Crime Creep group. That'd be awesome. We did you a solid, gave you a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. Give us some pictures of your meals right now. Share Case Watch around the table with all your loved ones. Yes. Tell everyone. There's no better thing to do than to wake up, get Thanksgiving ready, and just put Case Watch on a loop. Guys. Wear your Case Watch merch too. To your Thanksgiving. Look what I'm wearing. Yep. Case Watch podcast with the handprint on his boobies. That got awkward. (laughs) All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up for us. We'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys. See ya. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.